Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Highland Objects or visit the website highlandobjects.wordpress.com. Podcast 29 The Hilton of Cadbull, Baystone. My name is Hugh Skinner and with me today is Betty Lockhead. We are both members of the Historic Hilton Trust. 2001 was an important year for our trust. That is when the trust was formed and the fight began to retain the Hilton Academy Stone base in our home village of Hilton, an endeavour that was successful. Betty, would you like to tell our listeners all about the history of our stone? Hello everyone. Some people get confused with the Hilton of Cardwell Stone, there being three elements. The Hilton Stone currently housed in Edinburgh Museum, the Hilton Stone Base in the Seaboard Memorial Hall, Ballantore, and the full-sized replica Hilton of Cardwell Stone located at the chapel site. Let's try and clarify. The Hilton of Cardwell Stone dates back to 8th century AD, when the Picts were still prevalent over large parts of Scotland. It is designated as a Class II sculpture Pictish symbol bearing cross slab. It was carved locally, exact location unknown, and erected at the Hilton of Cadwell Chapel site, which includes the ruins of a monastery dating back to the same period. It was a magnificent carved masterpiece depicting a large Christian cross on one side and on the other side hunting scenes with a woman riding side saddle along with numerous Pictish symbols such as a mirror, comb and crescent. These are framed by a border of vine scroll ornament inhabited by griffin-type wing beasts. The stone is regarded by art historians as a major document in the history of Christian art in Scotland. The stone stood in all its grandeur at Hilton Chapel site over the centuries until it fractured and toppled during a storm believed to be around 1674, leaving the lower base portion in the ground. It is believed the upper portion was again erected at site, where it stood until toppling again and lay for a short period before being acquired and reconstituted as a gravestone slab in 1676 for Alexander Duff and his three wives. Sculpting a grave inscription onto the slab unfortunately resulted in all the intricate carving on the side with the Christian cross being defaced and removed. An act which led Hugh Miller, a renowned geologist from Cromarty, to famously condemn the barbarous mason involved. How true! The upper portion then embarked on its travels between 1856 and 1872, Again, the exact date unknown. The stone was removed and erected in the grounds of Invergordon Castle, the proprietor of which also owned the Cadbull estate, which includes the Hilton of Cadbull Chapel site. In 1921, the stone was donated to the British Museum in London, where it was displayed for a short period, 
Then, following severe objection and significant lobbying by the people of Scotland, it was relocated to the National Museum of Edinburgh, where it stands today, taking pride of place in the medieval antiquities section of the museum. It's worth noting that also back in 1921, there was a group who unsuccessfully lobbied to have the original stone relocated back to Hilton, as opposed to Edinburgh. A subsequent campaign to have the original stone returned to the land of its birth took place in 1994, which also failed. Maybe, just maybe, third time lucky. For the ensuing 1,200 years, the Hilton of Cadwell stone base lay under the ground, its exact location lost in the passing of the centuries and the mists of time. In 1998, Historic Scotland funded a three-day trial excavation to verify the location of the stone. Forty carved fragments were found, which were interpreted to be debris from the defaced side of the cross slab. They did not locate the elusive base, that is, until a subsequent exploratory dig in 2001 by Kirkdale Archaeology unearthed the exceptionally well-preserved Hilton of Cadwell stone base. Whilst everyone was amazed and excited by this discovery, the issue soon arose as to what happens to the base now and where will it be displayed. All the old arguments and justifications, pros and cons, had resurfaced. Standard practice at this time was that any heritage artefacts would assume law of the land ownership by the National Museum of Edinburgh and be located there. The people of Hilton took a different view and thereafter commenced a convoluted discussion on ownership and where this important piece of local heritage should be displayed. It was at this time the historic Hilton Trust was formed, which pursued the legal and moral argument that the stone should remain in the village of Hilton, being a rich historical heritage of the seaboard villages and the Easter Ross Peninsula. Possibly a first of its kind, historical Hilton Trust convinced all parties, including the National Museum of Scotland and Historic Scotland, that the trust should be the local custodians of the Hilton of Cadwell stone base and that it should remain on display within the seaboard villages. I believe the debate that ensued regarding the display location of the Hilton stone base has since convinced many that historical artefacts, where possible, should remain in their original locality and be used to promote and confirm the heritage of that particular area. Since 2001, it has been displayed in the Seaboard Memorial Hall, Ballantore, and shortly will be moved to the new John Ross Visitor Centre in Hilton. So how would one describe the stone base? The dimensions are 1.4 metres wide, 700 millimetres high, and 220 millimetres thick, and it weighs approximately half a tonne. It has intricate carving on both sides, confirming the artisan craftsmanship of the stone workers of this historical period, skills which even today are limited. The top of the stone reflects the fracture when the top portion of the stone broke off. 
It is indeterminate when the stone was actually carved, but experts put that date around AD 800. As regards location, I think one can assume it would be fairly local to the area. The stone is very similar to that excavated from Ballantore Quarry in more recent times. So, in summary, we have two out of the three Hilton stones in our immediate community. Both the stone base and the magnificent full-sized Hilton of Cadwell stone replica, so expertly carved by sculptor Barry Grove. These two elements are significant parts of the newly promoted Pictish Trail, which along with the Nick and Shandwick stones and the Tarbit Discovery Centre encourage tourists to visit our seaboard villages and the wider Easter Ross Peninsula a locality steeped in Pictish heritage. Okay then, in closing, there is obviously a lot we have still to learn about the Picts on Pictish times. But looking at our stones and letting our imaginations float back over a thousand plus years, we can see a sophisticated race and culture. Women were obviously held in high esteem as confirmed by the woman riding side saddle on horseback, being one of the main characters on the stone and the quality and dexterity of the carving show an amazing set of skills. Just looking at the stone raises intriguing questions in our mind. Who were these Picts? Who designed the stone? Who carved it? What do the symbols mean? Our stone is revered by our current generation. I'm sure that future generations will similarly cherish. If you are ever in our locality, please come and visit the chapel site and the other items of heritage interest in the Seaboard Villages. Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland.